checking in with my uh, watching through all of the Lethal Weapon movies. I did watch Lethal Weapon 3 finally. Mm, nice. I don't remember much about it, and it has not been that long, which should tell you about <laughs> Lethal Weapon 3. Uh, but the funniest part is that since Murtaugh is retiring from the Force, uh-huh. he they're trying to sell their house, and Joe Pesci's character keeps coming at him like, I've got, I've got an offer on your house, and he's really excited. Mm-hmm. And he's like, not now, I'm doing this investigation. And yeah. they, he also wants to be part of the investigation. Mm-hmm. And then... At the end, he sells the house, and then Murtaugh decides not to retire. Mm. Poor put-upon Murtaugh. <laughs> Is that the one where there's... An That's ins- the big construction Yeah, in the construction the site. That's have a big almost fight all I remembered about at it. At the end, with a construction site. That was pretty cool. There's something about a corrupt cop, I think. Do you agree that those movies really have a diminishing return? Yes. Are you even going to bother watching four? Yes. Okay, good, because I'm not going to. It. Uh, we were at Trivia this week, and... Yeah, <laughs> I think that was it, right? Lethal Weapon Four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or there's a reference to it. There's in a reference to it in the questions. Were, and apparently, Chris Rock is in that one. Yeah, that is one way to get me to trick me into watching a movie is having trivia that I don't know. Yeah, boy, I've fallen for that a lot. Of I'm times. gonna watch it. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> update us on how it is. I'll give you the update. Lethal Weapon Three, not as good as the first two. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the best one is the first one. Oh yeah, second one's pretty solid though. Second one has uh, it's got its him being handcuffed to the toilet, right, or whatever, yeah, or sitting, not handcuffed to, but sitting just on the toilet, can't leave and, the toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's been sitting there for like eighteen hours, and his legs are asleep. <laughs> that part's really great. Yeah, that's amazing. And the whole ongoing gag about how his daughter got a condom commercial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boy, those movies really hate that character. They absolutely <laughs> dump on him. It's very funny. That's the best part of the whole thing. I mean, you yeah. know, and they don't do they don't do a lot with Mel Gibson's character, mm-hmm. Riggs. But there's no more progression he can make because he, the whole he yeah. needs to be like the suicidal guy, and then he goes through it in the first movie, right? And then he's done. Yeah. But they do add Rene Russo in this one, who's like his his like female equal. Oh yeah, and he's like really impressed. Mm-hmm. Man, there's so many tropes that just got started in these movies. So many. It's kind of incredible. They're great. Or they're, the one's great, at least. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're, they're good trope codifiers, if nothing else. Yeah. Like, they really set, come up with some good ideas that get used in better ways other elsewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the, troop, the tropes got too old for this shit. Yep. And then we had to move on to other movies. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> it. Thank you so much. 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 Jumanji came out like well over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. And ever since I saw the trailer, oh, I saw the trailer and I was like, ah, that seems dumb. Mm-hmm. And then people went and saw it and everyone universally said, huh, that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Pretty fun. That's what I yeah. heard. Yeah. And so I finally got to see it about a month ago. Yes. Pretty fun. <laughs> The reviews are in. The reviews are in. <laughs> Pretty much. They are accurate. <laughs> it's not, you know, any sort of deep movie. They connect it to the previous movie in a very cool way. Mm-hmm. In that it's literally the same game board. And it transforms itself into a video game. Oh. So it's not what you thought. Yeah. You, you probably thought, oh, this is a reboot. No. It's 
the same it's game. A, it, it's, well, and that's kind of the the trick move that everybody keeps pulling is it's not a reboot. Yes. It's a sequel, but yeah. t- only technically. You're right. It is ultimately. <laughs> yeah. But but they do a good job of connecting it to the previous movie. Nice. And they have a, a spot in there. So basically one character... They do the, the same thing again where one character gets sucked in way back in the past. Yep. And so now you go in the game instead of it happening outside the game like affecting everybody them. goes in the game yeah everybody goes in the game mm-hmm. they all pick up a video game controller because mm-hmm. this is like you know it's trying to get them to play the game yeah and so what it, but it does that by turning into a console nice where they they would actually be interested in playing it yeah 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 and the kids so, kids these days yeah kids you know. these days right what the heck they don't even play board games <laughs> <laughs> they don't even play board games that they found on the like side of a river yeah right exactly on the beach somewhere <laughs> yeah it's a perfectly good wooden board what are you game doing? we all love it yeah just throw the dice at it yeah but they all go in the game and the one guy that got sucked in way before has been living in alan's old uh mm. treehouse since he lived there for 20 years or whatever awesome which is really funny it's also funny because the game's clearly changed the interior of the game has changed in that time too because we're meant to assume from the Jumanji, the, the first one, that it's just jungle. And there's like, yeah. it's basically the heart of Africa. It's it's mm-hmm. part of darkness all over again, yeah, but yeah. before the colonial people yeah, came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just pure nature. Yeah. And, you know, an occasional, like the Van, what's his name? The oh, hunter. yeah, there is a hunter. Yeah. Were there supposed to be other people? I it, He sure doesn't make it seem like it. Yeah, I didn't think so either. But then we go in the game... And there are like cities. Oh, it's uh, that doesn't seem right. Like paved streets. What? I mean, in the sense of yeah, like it, rock paved. Yeah, like, but yeah, like a Middle Eastern city. Huh. There are jeeps. There's Rice Darby from Flight of the Concords is the like game narrator. Weird. So he picks them up in a jeep and like takes them to the, <laughs> the next location. Yeah, while he narrates to them, it's really that part's great. Rice Darby's huh. incredible. But yeah, it's. It's very weird that the Jumanji game, like, I get that it would change to try to get people to play it. Yeah. But it seems like the game is putting a lot of work into adding that stuff. Like, right. why does the game need to be entertaining? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, it's a trap, right? Yeah, it ultimately just wants is, to eat you. Is the game, like, is it like a Toy Story situation where it wants you to have fun? Or... Because it clearly is, is it trying to torture you. something out of the game being completed every time? Yeah. Even then, though, you think it would just make it easy. That's true. But there has to be some sort of sacrifice, Yeah, I, I feel. Yeah. Maybe it enjoys, like, the effort that people have to put in to beat it. Yeah, because, I mean, even in this in this version of it, in Welk- Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Is that the... Title. I didn't even know that was Jumanji, the Jumanji, colon, Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> Do they have Guns N' Roses in there? Yeah, that's the end credits, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. Um, But they... They have, like, a life system. Like, they each get, like, three lives, and then if they lose their last one, they die. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And they can actually... There's a very funny scene where one of them actually does die, and they perform... what Another person performs CPR on them and, like, gives them one of their... Oh, nice. ...lives, and they come back to life. Yeah. Which is great. Hmm. And Jack Black is uh, playing a, like, teen girl who is in the body of Black Jack. <laughs> Blackjack, Jack Black. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's actually really awesome. That part's great. Yeah, that, and the rock's in it, right? Yeah, the rock is like the wimpy kid who suddenly has all these crazy muscles, mm-hmm. and they make a joke about how he's constantly glowering at people and like giving yeah. a weird look. 
and but he's just thinking about other stuff. I mean, that's just like one of his powers, basically. Uh, they all okay. have different. <laughs> so it's pleasant. I I do you think you would do well in the Jumanji game? No, not at all. I in either version of the Jumanji game, do you think you would do well? Okay, in the original one, yes, I think I would do well uh-huh. because. I would keep everybody on track. Yeah. Every time I'm playing a board game or a card game, I'm always just like, all right, whose turn is Come it? Come on, let's, let's go. Let's move this along. Yeah. And actually, the main problem with the first movie for me is they're just like sitting around talking and I'm like, oh my goodness, just grab the dice, roll it, have the next person grab the dice, roll it. You could literally finish the game in 30 seconds before yeah. the lion even gets to you. But here's, I guess here's the question. Like it's, it starts to rain on them and I'm like, just roll again. That's right. Yes, <laughs> like, totally. This takes like a couple minutes and they like prepare themselves. I'm like, oh my goodness, just keep rolling. Yes. <laughs> Nothing's stopping so you. So I guess really the question is... But it going in the jungle, I would do terrible. to roll the dice before the whole turn takes effect? Yeah, they never because, said. Because if you lose it, you know, like, what's his name? The kid turns into a monkey because he cheated. Yeah. Or Because he went out of order. That's right. I forgot yeah. that was why. He, um, he tried to roll as somebody else. That's right. Yeah. Man. I actually saw this movie, like, not that long ago. They uh, really did a good job filling in the puzzles on that one. Yeah. Um, not so... I mean, the new one, not so much. Like... Just, I mean, they do a pretty good job of starting stating the rules. Like everyone's got a special skill. One person has like pilot skills. Yeah, because it's video game logic. Yeah, yeah, and so it's a lot more video game logic, which is a lot more free flowing because there's so much more you can do in a video game. Yeah. So I feel like there aren't as many limitations, and that kind of hurts it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's still fun. I would do terrible in that version. Oh by the yeah, way, because I couldn't sleep in the jungle. Well, the trick is that they give you the specific. You're not you. You're a no. That's true. You're you're in a different body or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, then I guess it would just be how good I am at video games. Yeah, which I'm okay. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Probably die a couple times. Maybe make it. Do you think so? Between the two movies, yeah, or I guess in the second movie. The game changes itself to be a video game, yes. right? Yeah. So, what do you think it was like before board games existed? Like, oh, that's a great question. What's, what's before that? Like parlor games? <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't just really a, work. Just a pair of cursed dice, probably. Yeah, probably it was probably a dice game. Dice have been around forever. Yeah. So maybe the dice <laughs> just <didn't... laughs> that doesn't really work. Actually, <laughs> I mean, like, there's no like visualization involved with dice games. Well, right? that's here's what I think. Here's my. Mm-hmm. I'm working out this theory yeah, right now in my yeah, head. Yeah, I think they're cursed dice in the sense that they have like a malevolent spirit attached to mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. and the it's always a wager game. You know how it's like the uh, devil went down to Georgia. It's yeah. like I can take your soul, but I have to beat you in this contest. Yeah, and so the dice were the original whatever malevolent spirit this is. Mm-hmm. Use the dice to say, all right, if you can beat me in this dice game, mm-hmm. I'll give you whatever you want or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then if you lose, I'll take your soul or, you know, you die. I think... And then from there, yeah. once people stopped believing in that stuff so much, <laughs> it had to trick people into, like... Playing each other. Yeah. Well, I think and, <laughs> and not just each other, but to join its his, like, infernal pact. I feel like... And as soon as yeah. you roll the dice, you're in. That makes a lot of sense because I feel like wagering against the devil really has gone out of style right exactly in a time period that matches up with the rise of board games yes i feel like people have enjoyed playing board games with their friends instead of making bets f- about their soul with right. the devil and it's the trick, a lot the stakes are more enjoyable the trick with with the games is <laughs> with with jumanji specifically yeah 
I'm just gonna and Jumanji is the name of the place, but I'm also going to assume Jumanji is the name of the malevolent force that is trying to take their souls. I think so. And so I think the I think Jumanji just wants to capture you know, like for example, Alan in the mm-hmm. first game. Into the jungle. Yeah, he goes into the jungle and that's it. He's you know, he spends what, thirty years mm-hmm. in there? Mm-hmm. And so that gives Jumanji energy. Something to do. Something to do, exactly. <laughs> or just tortures him. Yeah. And uh, same with the, you know, not everyone necessarily will live in the new game. It's not a guarantee. That's true. They could finish it with some people dying. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually a big plot point is the one guy uh, has been stuck there for so long that he only has the one life left. Mm-hmm. And so they're all like freaking out because they hmm. need him to get there because he's the pilot. Ah. Uh, so. Yeah. So yeah. they could have died, and then that's it. You would be you'd be property of Jumanji, right? Well, maybe not. That's the trick. I don't know. We never <laughs> no, actually it doesn't see, happen. We never see anyone die. Yeah, but you could. I think if Alan had died in the jungle, yes. I suppose the girl would have kind of just been declared the winner, right? Ooh, that's a good question. Or would she have to roll the dice because she's the only player that's left alive, and she'd have to roll to finish. You know? Yeah. Is the game over when they, the other player loses? But is it that, necessarily that wouldn't really work because when the game is quote unquote over, everything reverts to as if the game had never happened, apparently. Right. right. At least if somebody wins. But the trick is that Alan and what's her name? I don't remember her name. I don't either. The but they remember all of that. So those years happened. It's true. Jumanji took those years from them. That's what you win if you beat Jumanji. Well, you you, get like accurate visions of the future of what could be. (laughs) But it it took something from you. It took this future that like a future an entire future timeline. It just took from you. Yeah, I mean, kind of. They could. I mean, they couldn't really make it happen again. They don't. They don't want to make it happen. So it's good. But still, they got their lives back. Yeah, exactly. They got their lives back, but at what cost? Yeah. They didn't get and to, in the uh, new one, he the Juanji realizes, oh, that sucks. I just get this one like sort of timeline. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just make it so like they could actually die? Yeah, and so I maybe if they both had died in the old version, yeah. like I suppose, yeah, she probably would have to keep going until she dies. Yes, until she dies or or, or gets to the end and says Jumanji. Yeah, but then other people couldn't play the game. Right, but that's okay because. Ultimately, the game just wants to take people and yeah, and it, and it probably can. And go that's forever. a that's a win condition for Jumanji. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Juma- the the game doesn't necessarily have. Plus, the, it clearly haunted her the rest of her natural life anyway. Right. The game just wants to be played. Yeah, that's all. That well, that's what I'm saying. Though would be the problem is that Alan goes in the game. Yeah, she stops playing. Sure. And then the game can't be played until she dies a natural death in like fifty. 60 years or if she goes which back to sucks it. for the game yeah for sure but the but once again the game doesn't understand time in the same way That's true. it lasts forever this is jumanji jumanji yeah. just as you know is it eternally <laughs> jumanji yeah and there could be lots of them yeah Ooh, that's a good question <laughs> other cultures that have different kinds of games we know there's at least one other game zathura yeah that's true that's in the same universe that's canon baby it might be a different entity though yeah, I think Zathura is a different entity than Jumanji, but I think oh, it's man. a sibling that like learned the same tricks. It's a dark universe they've created. <laughs> it really is. Other than the fact that everybody always wins. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a sequel coming out it, of another Jumanji. Yeah. Of, I mean, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. You don't but... think they're gonna lose to you? <laughs> like I'm saying, they're gonna always win. What? If? <laughs> that would be actually awesome. That would be if so they awesome. Made a Jumanji 
Like they bet on the idea that yeah. everybody who's into this yep. is older now. Yeah. And they make it like a, a full on horror movie Dude, they where need, everyone dies. They need to make this like an Empire Strikes Back thing where it's like, you know, they lose someone to the game for real. Could be good. And then they have to go back in one more time to try and like save them. Mm-hmm. Like bring them back. Like there's some yeah. sort of Or like they lose the game. Yeah, in there some you way, go. Yeah. And like I don't know what would happen this then. This could be good. And that's funny cuz at the end of, of Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, they break the cartridge in half, but that clearly means nothing. Yeah, I don't think that matters. Yeah. Which Jumanji's really, going to come back cuz what could you do like burn I it? I assumed that wasn't an option just because they didn't do that in the original <laughs> that it was somehow indestructible, but yeah. apparently they're just irresponsible. That's right. <laughs> they just they just hate other children. Why didn't you just put it in the wood chipper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really rude. It's pretty bad. But the movie's good. Yeah. So anyway, or, yeah. Enjoyable enough. <laughs> yeah. More fun to talk about than maybe it is to watch. <laughs> I'll see the sequel when it comes out on Yeah, why did it make like a billion dollars? So. Yeah, yeah, it's doing okay. Jumanji's sticking around, baby. <laughs> Has there been an actual good uh, Jurassic Park sequel? I would argue Lost World is good. That's a controversial question. Yeah, I'm not going to get... You don't have to worry too yeah. much about it. Quick, Lost quick, World is fun. Quick aside to the fans, we are going to do a Jurassic Park oh, episode. Oh, absolutely. At some point. Full Jurassic Park episode. But, as far as sequels and that concept... It's diminishing returns pretty much no matter what with that. Yeah. I, I mean, we've two, got... We've, two is still the best one because it's at least Spielberg... In, well, he's still good. We've gotten into this a lot of times. I'm always obviously pushing the idea of just make something else. Right. <laughs> you know, that sequels are almost always going to be diminishing returns yeah. if the original is actually good. Right. But With some exceptions. Yeah. But I enjoyed Jurassic World. Okay. Yeah, I did too. Generally. Uh, it's not yep. like a... And when I was I've a, seen it since and I don't like it as much. Okay. I will say that. When I was a teenager, I enjoyed Jurassic Park 3. I remember that one being bad, even when I was watching it. Uh-huh. I always felt a little baffled about the direction that they went with 2 of ha- bringing the dinosaurs into the city. I did not yeah. care about that. Oh, yeah, cuz that was Spielberg's whole thing that he wanted to like, you know, do an ode to King Kong or something. Yeah, like older films. Yeah, I, that just didn't hit me the same. Sure. That's, which is fair. I like the idea but that was of always... uh, I like the idea of us being in their world. Yeah. That's like scarier. But I also do the one thing I do like about A uh, Lost World is that that was always the implicit threat of the first movie. That is true. Is that they were always trying to contain the animals. They did not want them to escape. That is a good point. And so that actually, that end point leads me to... Yes. I just watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Jurassic World 2. Yes. which In which they uh, make good on the promise of all these other movies in that, boy, if these animals escaped into the regular world, it would be bad, right? <laughs> Don't want it. <laughs> Guess what? It is. Yeah. So I'll give you the insanely brief overview. Perfect. The volcano that Island Nublar, I think, mm-hmm. sits on is going to blow up. All the dinosaurs are going to die. Okay. They have to go back and rescue the dinosaurs because otherwise they're going to go extinct again. And then there's a whole <laughs> argument about like, well, maybe it's good that they go extinct. Maybe uh-huh. it's not. Uh-huh. But Bryce Dallas Howard's character is clearly pro-dinosaur because 
she loves dinosaurs. Yep. So uh, they go back. They get double crossed with the team that goes to get them mm-hmm. because the person that that they're working for, who was John Hammond's like partner, mm-hmm. silent partner that we clearly never saw. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But it's played by the guy who uh, and Murrow's not alive anymore. He's so the they farmer's do babe. Okay. Nice. Yeah. He's he's great. James Cromwell. Yeah. Awesome. So so but whoever's working for him basically double crosses all of them. And classic. Yeah, of course. And so they're actually capturing the dinosaurs so they can sell them on the black market to the highest bidder. Mm. And meanwhile, they also have a lab underneath this guy's giant estate where they're working on new dinosaurs. What's his mm. name from the 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 Asian dude that is the chief scientist who's been in all of these movies? Yeah, is is back creating a new one, and okay. they create like a raptor version of that really mean dinosaur from Jurassic World. Uh huh. Yep. Nice. Guess what? That's the bad guy. <laughs> so, are you telling me that human experiments into dinosaur biology go poorly weird, for us? Right? Especially when they make it super aggressive intentionally. Oof. Yeah. Got to love that decision. Well, because the whole thing is that they're going, they're trying to like make them for like battlefield yeah. stuff. And I it's love like that trained, premise. It's trained. Oh, the cool thing is that it's trained to. It follows a laser. Mm-hmm. Like if a laser, it sees oh. the laser pointer, and it's like that's my target. And then as soon as they hit the sound thing, it goes for them. Uh, yeah. So it's like trained in the, in that way, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's clearly just a psycho killing machine. I love that. That's the direction they've gone. Okay, when did that start? The, the make let's weaponize the dinosaurs. Ooh. Is that just the new ones? Because that wasn't the in the Lost ones, World at all, right? E, boy, I don't even remember. I think it was in World. Okay, that's just they such were talking an, about like, uh, like I get it. Yeah, I get well, that because the whole thing is that the one of the guys they're they're wanting to train the just the raptors. For yeah, them. yeah, and so um, it's just comical to me to imagine someone thinking that's a good idea that's like so like i mean i guess it's the same with like making a theme park yeah inviting children to where there's these aggressive dinosaurs yep. it's a little bit the same thing but like zoos exist yeah like no one in the world now is like oh let's uh weaponize these lions on the battlefield it's such a bad decision right exactly <laughs> and they uh man like imagine somebody doing that now like training a bear to like go into war <laughs> Like I trained him with a clicker. Like even if it worked, they would just people would just shoot it. <laughs> like they're not that. Oh, so much work and time put into this. Yeah. Thing. Anyway. Uh. So. Anyway, they do something way more interesting with this movie, mm-hmm. which is that they finally just clone a person. Oh, nice. Yes. So that makes me so excited for a future installment, which will never happen. Can I just say that? I was in my head working on a theory that I was hoping to build evidence for while I watched the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. For when we do an episode about it. Yep. That the kids are actually clones. Okay, so guess <laughs> and what? the whole thing is a test to see how accurately they cloned these children. Yeah, guess what? Yeah. That's literally the plot point. Ugh. Is that... Um, Dang so, it! So, John Hammond's partner... Uh-huh had a daughter mm-hmm. that daughter died and yep. so he just cloned her i'm so mad and the and his quote-unquote granddaughter is just his clone daughter and so when he dies you know and like the guardian guy who's clearly the bad guy dies mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. chris pratt's character and bryce Dallas howard's character take her and basically like they escape into the you know they they go out and live out in the woods or whatever okay but along with that 
Okay, one, that's just super fascinating. That literally needs to be, we've perfected cloning technology, we have successful clones, and they need to just have that, that doctor, Dr. Wu, basically just be living on an island and be a mad scientist, and that's the bad guy. That needs to be the whole thing, because it's way more interesting than just the dinosaurs. I'm so crushed. So much of this... Is exactly what you wanted to What I was going to say! Yeah! So it's like, in in Jurassic Park, these kids are clearly, like, starving for parental figures. And that's totally what would happen if they were raised to be, like, that this old guy is their weird grandpa. Yeah. And, like, their parents are just presumably don't exist. Uh Uh-huh. They just made them with only a grandpa. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to pay attention to the rest of <laughs> you describing the movie. No, all I, the only, only other thing I'm yeah. going to say, because this movie... You're is, right, though. The the John, the mad scientist... Way better. Would have been so much cooler. It's, well, that's what needs to happen now, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because the other thing that happens is that they release what dinosaurs are left just out into the wild. Awesome. And now they're just roaming around. They end with a shot. They have pterodactyls on top of the... like fake Eiffel Tower in Vegas. <laughs> There's perching there, and there's, like, uh-huh. cop cars all around and everything. And then uh, the last shot is Blue, the Velociraptor, mm-hmm. roaring over a big view of Los Angeles. Okay. Which is super cool. And so I don't, there, I don't think there are enough... That's the weird thing, is that there aren't enough dinosaurs left to, like, no. co-create. Because <laughs> no. they only, can only save a certain amount. Like, there's only one T-Rex left. Yeah. But the idea is... One, they're out there now. Yep. Anyone could just grab them. And they sold some of them off to rich people. Yeah. And two, Dr. Wu is not dead. Awesome. And he is the guy. Mm-hmm. So really, he's been the villain of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So the next movie needs to be different governments. Now, all they all have dinosaur DNA. Yep. And they're all like... It's m- just out there. They're all doing what literally the threat of all these movies has been, which is they're making... They're, they're all trying to make dinosaurs for their own armies and all that yeah, nonsense yeah, yeah, yeah. and meanwhile dr Wu has released his human cloning stuff mm-hmm. and now everyone's just getting cloned <laughs> see that once you get into that that is cool yeah it's way better it is a completely different movie it, it, yes it's basically not a sequel at that point right which honestly once you make so many of the same movie you might as well yeah that's what i'm saying i guess just it's not like they're gonna come up with anything left turn into yeah. sci-fi they've like, gone so far into the things that they've already gone for there's nothing else to figure there's out there's nothing else to do and actually when you mentioned that that makes me think about the sequelization of these movies in an interesting way, I think. I think the first movie, and part of what why Jurassic World, I think, felt more like yeah. Jurassic Park than some of the other ones. Right. Is that it was a little Jurassic Park, Jurassic well, Park. that. But I think Jurassic Park is interesting because it's run by this, like, cheery old grandpa type. Yep. And he's genuinely trying to make something fun. Yeah that people will like he's trying to make something good yeah and in his gross irresponsibility yep ends up making something horrifying right and i think part of why the movie lends itself so well to like weird fan theories yeah is because there's this weird dark undercurrent of this company that they don't really get in the details about but you can really read into it that like what are they actually doing like it's such a blatantly bad business model don't they talk about that in the book a little bit too about how essentially i think they're talking a little bit about well if we can do this the next step is you know other extinct species and the next step after that is you know probably bringing back your pets yeah 
they you know it's there are actual things that you know it's the research that comes out of it that works and this is just a step in that yeah yeah the first movie i think that's what adds to why it's so good yeah is that it starts out as being like this fun positive thing Mm -hmm. that goes bad versus in these ones it's like they start out trying to make like military dinosaurs and then it goes bad obviously yeah, yeah. like of course it's gonna go bad it was meant to be bad well that's what's interesting is that the whole point of, of jurassic world is that the, the park is successful yeah and they just don't want to see their numbers lag yeah that's a bit worse of a motivation or like a bit worse of a threat it's just like pure i mean that's the thing is that ultimately what's the enemy in all of these films capitalism right yeah it's literally capitalism the whole yeah. point is that no one's responsible. Yes. So like you can do whatever you want. Is that the CEO of the corporation in the first movie says he spared no expense, but mm-hmm. the, there's no staff. There's no anybody doing anything. Yeah. Like, well, and sparing no expense is basically like... I hired some good people and I trust the, that they did it right. It's just the total justification that you can do anything. Yes. <laughs> as exactly. long as you spent the right amount of money on yep. it. Yep. And uh, why do they go in the second film? They just go to hunt, right? one no, guy goes to hunt i don't remember but they send him they send him back oh because it's the second it's the second island where they did all the research stuff i thought doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> i don't care but listen my capitalism <laughs> thing is sound because like, listen, the fourth one our the point, whole thing is that the they po- want to make more money and then the fifth one they're trying to sell off the dinosaurs for yeah, money yeah we're all look if you haven't learned by now we love pushing our political views on everyone <laughs> through this is that's what the podcast is for now gotcha gotcha <laughs> but like these last couple ones the addition of the attempt of making military dinosaurs is so dark and absurd to me i cannot take it seriously even for a minute <laughs> like just for them to say like oh yeah military dinosaurs is such an right. absurd phrase yep. on its face like at least dinosaur zoo that sounds like something i am on board with you wanting to make yeah or or I want to buy this dinosaur and hunt it for sport. Yeah, of course. Okay, I that a rich, I can see a rich, insane person absolutely one hundred percent do that. Yeah, I can picture someone wanting to do that. Yeah, and then it going badly. One of them being like like one of the Trump's kids would absolutely. Absol- buy it. There's so many people who yeah. would hunt a dinosaur if you could give them the opportunity. Yep, no, no doubt. And that would mind. probably like be financially worth it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Eventually, you could spend so many millions of dollars on it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Weird, weird series. Do you? Th- so if they make a next one, they won't make a next one. You don't think so? No, I don't think it made enough money. Hmm. Which is weird. I'm sure it made a ton of money, but, but just they the were return, just expensive. Yeah, they're super expensive. If and they where would do make- they even go? Yeah, especially once they got dinosaurs in the wild. What are you going to be worried about? It's like you said. That's the oh, that's the overwhelming threat of every movie. Is, yeah. Oh my goodness, these dinosaurs could get out. Yep. Because like in Jurassic World, they kill like most of the people on the island not most but like yeah. a lot of people on the island everyone who you could reasonably be worried about getting killed other yep. than like the kids dies like a lot of people die i mean essentially they'd have to make chris pratt's character like the dinosaur specialist and now every it's an ongoing uh, serial where all right we have a really unique yeah. situation that also involves the dinosaur i got dinosaur in my basement chris yeah. pratt help me <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's a lot better. He's just like an exterminator. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a very blue collar thing. It's not even glamorous. It's Larry the Cable Guy, <laughs> but with dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt. And then like Bryce Dallas Howard is like 
his like she's like running the business. It's end like of it. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's where she's Janine and he's yeah. yeah. It's Ghostbusters with dinosaurs. Yeah, and like it's not this really sounding, cool anymore. This is sounding better and better. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's clones in the background, but that's not even a big part. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. That's just life now. Yeah, they just jump like twenty years in the future. Well, and that's what allows people to like not really be like. It's bad that there's a dinosaur in your neighborhood, but yes. it's not that bad because, like, like, if your kid dies, you can just clone them. It's like having a goat in your backyard, <laughs> yeah, or like a it's crocodile like, in your pool. Like, all right, I'm just not going into the pool. Today. Yeah, it's bad, but like, you know, you just call a guy. Yeah, and he goes and helps. I'd watch that. I would too. It's it would probably be terrible and it wouldn't make a lot of money. But. Hey, I watched Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll barely watch the next one. <laughs> seen oceans eight no i did see oceans 11 and 12 not that long ago actually not for the first time though right no not for the first time you've seen oceans 11 12 and 13 oceans 11 rules yeah oceans 12 i can get into it later we well i don't know do you want me to get into it i just <laughs> give me like a sentence overview everyone remembers it as being bad because julia roberts plays a person who later impersonates julia roberts yes but it's wor- it's terrible for so many other reasons. Perfect. That I completely That's exactly forgot about what I wanted to. Yeah, it okay. makes no sense. Cool. Okay, that makes sense. Like um, the last like third of the movie is literally a fake heist that they put on for no reason. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> There's literally no reason That's for the last third of the movie to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And Ocean Thirteen is great. I don't remember that one. Not quite as good as Eleven. It's essentially Eleven again. Great. Yep. And but they get Super Dave Osborne in there as uh Rusty's dad. Oceans that series is a situation of like don't overthink it. Yeah. Just do it again. Yeah. People just like to hang out with this crew. Yep. And they like to see you make a puzzle of a heist. Yeah. And you don't need to up the stakes every movie. Right. Just make it fun. It's just a hangout. Yep. Which is interesting because Oceans 8 was kind of that. That they just it was, it was a kind of a hangout. You know, Great, right? yeah. But uh, it just didn't quite click. Mm-hmm. I think the trick is that they... The, here's the difference, I think. Here's why Ocean's Eleven is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Ocean's Eight was just fine. Mm-hmm. In Ocean's Eleven, who are like the big characters? Who are like the main characters? The main ones, George Clooney. Yep. Uh, Brad Pitt. Yep. And Matt Damon, I would say, yes. are the main three. Yes, they're Perfect. the one, they're the characters who have like arcs and yep. stuff. Yep, exactly. And everybody, everybody else is kind of like a guy with a job. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, or, or comic relief. Yep. And the problem with Ocean's Eight is that they feel like everyone has to have an arc. Oh uh, yeah, they overcharacterize. Yeah, everybody. they can't. They're yeah, they can't just have someone be the one who breaks into the vault. Yeah, and right. like, cause like Don Cheadle is like the explosives guy, right? And he hardly and he, has anything. The only and he has his job, and he has one bit, yeah, which is that he has weird Cockney rhyming language, and no one understands what he's saying. Yeah, you don't know anything about his personal life, right? That's like that's like Casey Affleck and the other yep. guy. Their, their brothers. Their bit is that they're brothers, and they fight all the time. 
But yep. they but you can put them in any situation and they'll cause a scene. They have all the face jobs. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Because yeah. they're they blend in. That's with their, their thing. Yeah. And then you meet and you've got like the rich guy, the who, old guy, yep. who's like the actor. Actually, he's he, the actor. He has a little bit of characterization, but not really. No. Well, because the thing it's is, it's very surfacey. Yes. He's just he doesn't like it when people imply that he's old. Right. That's it. But he really does. But that's the thing. So the the, the trick is that with Ocean's 8, mm-hmm. you have eight characters, which is just enough to give everyone enough time. You know? Yeah. Which yep, is... Yep, yep, So, I don't know. It, it was still good. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. There were a couple, like, very glaring plot holes. There's, You're going to have that, yeah. There's there's this necklace that they steal, and the mm-hmm. trick... They find out, like, at the last minute, the catch is that there's, like, a magnet mm. that, like, literally is the lock, and they have to figure out a way to... That, how that lock works. Okay. But they create a replacement necklace. Mm-hmm. And that does not have a magnet on it. It doesn't have the same, like this one of in a million locking magnet mechanism. So yeah. whoever would pick that up, I think would immediately know that they... <laughs> okay, yeah. Just like stuff yeah, like that. if you're going to do a replacement like, trick, it's you, be one you to have one. to know everything about what you're stealing. Yeah. Well, and the, and the other half of it is that... It's supposed to. They'll they'll know it's fake as soon as they get it back because it's not made of the same stuff. It's not a diamond, and mm-hmm. so whoever. And so when they when she returns the necklace eventually, they'll see it's fake. And then but then they planted evidence on the on the bad guy. Okay, on the person they like. Yeah. So you know it, that that part makes it makes some it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the I don't know. It's just not quite. So Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. is Danny Ocean's sister. Yep, that's where they get the ocean in Ocean's 8. Yeah, and she's good. Like, she's not... I don't know. I think that the trick is... I almost want them to be more flawed. Because Danny Ocean is is very flawed. Oh, yeah. He's charming, but he's clearly bad. The entire... The whole crew is flawed. Like, the whole premise of the movie is basically they got this big job to do, and then... Is Danny going to screw it up? Yes, exactly. Like, that's the main thing. Yeah, Every, so, everyone basically does what they need to do except him. <laughs> yeah, and so and so, uh, Sandra Bullock's character does almost the same thing mm-hmm. because they're getting revenge on, on a guy who was, like, her boyfriend okay. who sent her to jail for five years. Yep, yep. But they, they either need to hit it way harder yeah. or just not at all. And they don't quite... Do because the other thing is that Julia Roberts was an interesting character, and that was like a whole. Oh yeah, you know, and and so it's just somehow like not developed enough. They they should have like instead of splitting it eight ways, mm-hmm. the character development. Yeah, they should have given four of them way more character development and four mm-hmm. of them way less. Yep, yep. Does you that gotta, make sense? no? That makes the perfect sense. You gotta have. Yeah, if you're gonna have a cast that big, yeah, you, unless you're gonna have it be Lord of the Rings and have it be right. ten hours yeah. of total content, which is not, it's a very quick movie. You gotta ha- have some people be one-dimensional characters. Yeah, exactly. And I would argue, you know, like Rihanna's character is kind of that. She's just the hacker, and she's way better than everybody. But that's part of why you liked her so much. Oh probably. yeah. Well, she, I mean, I just like her because I like I can just like watch Rihanna yeah, do Rih- whatever all day. <laughs> yeah, that's cheating. Yeah. But that's the whole appeal of the original movies, essentially, is that everyone wants to hang out with George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Yes, totally. You know, so, so I will say they nailed that, that like, part. The above, the people that go above and beyond is Rihanna because she's Rihanna. Yeah. And I, apparently on the set, everyone was just a starstruck. <laughs> like everyone was like, "This is Rihanna. We should she's hang out with the Rihanna. coolest person like, alive." Yeah, exactly. So. And Anne Hathaway was also super great. Nice. Because the whole thing is that she's this like dumb socialite. 
that they're going to con. She's the target? Yes. Yeah. And then she figures out... I'm just spoiling it for you. Sorry. She figures out that that they're conning her. Okay. Because she's really good at spotting when people are bad at acting. Ah. And so she just goes along with it. Oh. And then she comes to them at the end and is... Or near the end and is like, hey, I want to cut... Uh, if you do, I won't tell. <laughs> and also, I don't have any friends, so let's hang out. Which is also, which is a very good thing. I like that. Yeah. See, that's good. So she's great because she gets to be like kind of unlikable. Yeah. But you still like her because she figures it out. She's probably unlikable, or not unlikable. She has problems in a somewhat charming way. Yes. Yeah. Totally. That seems to be important for the movie. She's like the Vegeta. <laughs> You couldn't have thought of one from the actual Ocean's Eleven. No. <laughs> had to go Dragon Ball Z reference. Yeah. He's the ultimate character. <laughs> okay. I'm a bad guy turning into a good guy. That's true. <laughs> Gotta give it to you. And everybody loves Vegeta. Uh-huh. Even <laughs> everybody does. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we try to do too much podcasting all in one go. I don't, who even does that in Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> well, in Ocean's Thirteen, don't they bring in the bad guy from yeah, the but first movie? He sucks. We don't like him. Okay, fair. And Hathaway's way more interesting, yeah. like Vegeta, <laughs> like Vegeta. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Anyway. I don't know where to go from there. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so it's... <laughs> I think in movies that we've talked about, the I, I have sometimes... The movies that are most interesting to me to try to analyze are the ones where either... where The ones where like I could see where it would be better. Yeah. And this is kind of that. This is that. I could see... It has so much potential because the cast is so good. Yeah. Sandra Bullock is so great. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett is like the rusty character. Awesome. And she's good. Yeah. Like her, her whole thing is that they're like diluting vodka. They're like... like doing Oh, that's like her scam. That's yeah. her, her scam that we check in on her. Yeah. Mindy Kaling's character is like a jeweler and she works like in like for the family business and mm-hmm. she's sick of like living with her parents and so... Yep. So she's in. They tr- basically trick a fashion person... Who's Helena Bottoms Carter, Carter's character? What a cool group of people! I know it's so good. <laughs> and then they get like you know Rihanna, obviously yeah. great. Uh, Aquafina, yeah. From what I know, I've seen her. She's cool. She's fine. Her character okay. is like supposed to be like the motor mouth, yeah, person who can kind of the Linus a little bit, but without any of the interesting stuff about Linus. Which is the sad part is that you're always going to compare it to Ocean's Eleven because it's yeah. such a perfect movie. Yeah, it is like that's that's maybe the hardest thing about. Wanting to remake these movies with a different group of people mm-hmm. is that why compare it to why not just have a heist movie? You're drawing all the comparisons, yeah, unnecessarily. Why not have a, a heist movie with women and not call it Oceans? Like if you get that cast, it's still going to be as good if not better. Why not just make a heist movie with it, women in it, yeah, with an original story that it, doesn't have yeah. to be compared? And it shows. A lack of confidence in your own property, right. or, or your own script, or yes. your whatever. Maybe they thought that they couldn't get all the people that would want, yeah, if it didn't have the prestige yeah, of the series. Maybe. But I think you could. I think you pull could. it off. And 
the one other cool cameo is that they do get the little uh, Asian dude who does all the flips and stuff. <laughs> yeah. To do like a side yeah, yeah, yeah. hustle while they're doing the main hustle, which is actually the one good part that they pulled from Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. is that there's always like a secondary hustle going on while the big show is going on. Yeah. There's like a, a thing they didn't tell us. Oh, sure, for. sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, but they get him in there and it's fun to see him again. Yeah. They also get uh, the old dude with the glasses who kind of is like the... Yeah, the financier. Yeah, the financier. Guy. He shows up for a brief cameo. Yeah. Which is cool. Okay. So. Yeah, they tie it into the, the the world, and yeah. also she goes to Danny's grave and is like, "You better be in there." And when you're just like <laughs> expecting him to show up, at yeah. the end, it's like, "I'm not." And but no, <laughs> they don't See, show him. Yeah, so, that but just I think seems... they leave it open for it. He could yeah. show up. That sounds even when I would see the trailer yeah. originally, I thought making her Danny Ocean's sister that seems more like baggage to me for the movie to have to carry. She has to be as than... good as Danny Ocean, and just you gotta remind everybody who that is like you even just the idea that she's in the movie because she's this other guy's sister like that seems dumb yeah like that seems to defeat the point of having this be its own group yeah like why can't she just be a talented person right who has no connection to this guy Uh, i don't know it seems like they're kind of trying to like eat their cake and have it too yeah on like dragging all this along and then but then also trying to distance from it right yeah it's it's kind of a no-win scenario unfortunately but i think it did well at the box office so maybe they'll do an oceans nine yeah is that was that what they're gonna do like 11 12 13 8 9 10 that's what i figured i mean like why eight you know yeah that was my assumption was that oh well we can make three of them and then there you go they just kind of assume that's how many they'll make and then they get the whole gang back together and it's like Ocean's 25. <laughs> yeah, they just jump from 13 to 30. It's pretty good. It's <laughs> like way that. too many people. <laughs> that actually would be really good if they just went super overboard. Ocean's 90 and it's like a, yeah. an army of people. <laughs> Famous people just like run in and out of the frame and you're like, ah, oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the most absurd collection of people. Your cut like, for this job is $71. Like Steven Spielberg just decides to do it as a joke yeah. and calls up everyone he knows who owes him a favor yep. and just puts him in the movie for like really short amount of time. Actually, honestly, Steven Soderbergh probably does know enough celebrities at this oh, point who, who like him. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean... Let's do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> let's make it happen. Ocean's let's, 188. We're going to start a letter-writing campaign to Steven Soderbergh to make a joke movie that everyone hates <laughs> but us. 